Hey, hey, hey. Back after, what, three weeks? Something like that. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 91, for those that are listening later and not, uh, not watching the live stream, where we are talking to uh, some of the, the board members of the Master Homebrew program. Uh, so, uh, I guess... Are we really go into anything else why don't, why don't we why don't we actually intro them yeah how about so it, uh, how about we start oh go ahead go ahead Jason. it's been a while since we've done a guest show guys so just yeah, yeah. As well, while we remember <laughs> what the fuck we're doing we'll, we'll hope to screw it up for y'all so. right okay normally it's just us and our drinking problem so so yeah let's let's do some introductions so uh who wants to go first um i'll, I'll go first um yeah my name is Matthew Harold. I'm uh, also known as Mean Brews, if you've seen my YouTube channel. Um, I am the creator, founder of the Master Homebrew Program, which is a homebrewer certification program. Uh, just like we have a judge certification program, this is for brewers. Uh, it's not unique in the world. Uh, there are places that, uh, what is it called? The Prairie Homebrewer Companions have an award of brewing, which is very similar, which we kind of borrowed on and expanded on. Um, and the Czech Republic actually has the, a very similar program there for their amateur brewers. Um, so we're the first in the United States to have a, a nationwide um, certification program for brewers. And uh, I've been brewing for about 16 years and been competing uh, for since 2008. So um, for a long time and uh, wanted to see something like this to keep people engaged and challenged as they progress through to expertise in brewing. And that's kind of why I wanted to see this start and happen. So thanks for having me on the show, guys. Hell yeah, yeah absolutely. More importantly, um, Matt, what, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I got a couple of beers right now. I got, I got uh, hopefully you can see this or not, it's a, a Bitburger. So nice. felt like a German pills. And then I, I went with a sellout uh, Stone IPA as uh, my second beer to have. So. <laughs> It felt like it felt like an IPA type of night. So yeah, right on. Uh, Mike, how about you? Yeah, I'm Mike Rensing. I'm a secretary with the MHP program. Um, I I take notes during our meetings, and more importantly, I'm uh, now really the the back end on getting a lot of the the scores sheets entered, the the new members entered, trying to take some of this load off of Matt. Um, I've been brewing probably 12 years now, somewhere around there, competing probably eight years. So, Sweet. and tonight I'm drinking an Icebox. I don't know what the ABV is, but it's up there. Sweet. Right on. I don't think we've ever had anybody on the air drinking an Icebox. I really, I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to be the first. <laughs> Labor of love there. <clears throat> All right. Uh, is it Dr. Carl Tichy? Is that what we heard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. well, Nothing is sacred. You do yeah. deserve that. Um, my name is uh, uh, Dr. Carl Tichy. Yeah, I'm, I'm Carl Tichy. I am um, with the Master Homebrewer Program. I am the uh, director of PR. Um, I am <clears throat> newer to the board, um, newer to the program than either um mike or matt um basically uh with uh, the way i ended up part of this crazy crew is uh, really organically i was just looking around uh, for some homebrewing stuff saw some random chatter about uh master homebrew program 
maybe even on Reddit, I, you know, and just stumbled across it. Um, and it was at a point in my kind of brewing career, I guess, that I was I, I was unsure of what to brew, wh- uh, what to brew next, um, and I wasn't competing at all, really. Um, and so the Master Homebrew program really kind of showed up at a at a an important moment for me to be like, okay, well, I, this will help me decide what to brew because I can, you know, try to achieve the highest scores in, in, in the various styles. And then also, um, you know, last year was my first year competing because of master homebrew program. Um, so first year competing, I ended up with, I did 38 comps, came away with 38 medals and finished in uh, third place in the Southeast circuit last year. Um, so, nice. and that was, yeah, I, I came, I came short of achieving master brewer in our program. Um, I'm two scores of 38 or higher short of achieving master brewer. So hopefully I'll have that, um, here by the end of February, ideally, um, with some comps that are coming back. Uh, but yeah, I've been brewing since 2011. Uh, and as I said, last year was my first competitive year. Um, and just going to run it back this year try to try to see if i can repeat podium on the southeast circuit again and see where i end up in the uh in the circuit of america which is a you know master homebrew programs kind of uh flagship uh, circuit of competitions so yeah right on wild well, what's in your glass your big ass tall glass i should say i uh my my long tall boy um this is a 27h roggen beer um it's i just took my my dougalweizen recipe swapped out all the wheat for rye malt um i did i do think i used the mecha grade uh vienna style rye so i got a little bit more color out of that than just like a like a regular old uh base rye um but this is my first attempt at one of the historic styles and maybe we'll end up touching on this later but i pretty much brewed it because of mike rensing's just like uh incredible like rosetta stone dock that he has that shows basically mathematically all the styles that are most likely to to place um or to medal in any given competition and notice that the historical style uh, just because of the dearth of, of entries um they are usually uh, have a higher likelihood of placing so this was the first uh category 27 that i attempted was this brog and beer it turned out pretty good i'm pretty happy with it um it has more or less drop clear in the keg so i'm curious to see what happens if any of the judges ding me on appearance there because it's supposed to have that you know cloudy bites beer appearance right on yeah that's awesome yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's, about, I uh, mean, I love the ruby great. color. Yeah. Did uh, did we get to you, Jason? You, you started this whole oh. thing. What are you drinking? Um, in, in your so I figured I am in my pineapple. Uh, I figured, it, you know, I haven't actually drank a homebrew on the show in like a year or so, it feels like. So I thought since we're going to have these guys on, I actually saved the growler of our, our homebrew that you pulled for me yesterday. And I'm going to drink this growler of, uh, it's a, it's a <laughs> wild fermentation sour beer, uh, from a barrel share that I think we're all in it, or we've all been in at some point. And then, um, before new year's, I was going to Brian's for a party and, uh, got a couple of kegs of this sitting in the, in the cellar, quote unquote cellar, meaning corner of my garage. Um, and I, uh, I took a quart of muscat grape concentrate that we had just bought uh we did a concentrate by um and just dumped it in the keg and threw it on uh co2 and took it to brian's house for new year's eve and it actually turned out really fucking good so yeah drinking a muscat sour 
I've had that before, Jason. That's it's it's a delicious beer. Yeah. Jordan, welcome. A little bit late, but yeah. Sorry, sorry. Snuck getting in. Bed. Yep. No, you're fine, man. What about you? What do you got? Uh, I've, I was uh, doing some beer chores earlier, and I was planning on drinking my uh, my Schwarz beer that I have on tap or had on tap. I was bottling a bunch of it up for competitions and killed the keg. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So. I had I started bottling up some of my uh, leftover mead that I had in one of my other kegs and got like 10 bottles out of that. And I was like, had just a little bit left over. So that's what I'm drinking. I'm starting it off strong with like a 12 to 14 percent mead. <laughs> Get in it. Yep. Got to love the uh, the estimated ABV on the on the mead and the icebox. Love. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, we'll, we'll gauge it progressively on uh, on how you sound throughout the the rest of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I start slurring by the end of this. Maybe it's eighteen. We'll see. <laughs> in in my pineapple, I have a, a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to make a two hearted clone, and uh, and I didn't really feel like making a starter. So so I live in Kalamazoo, Michigan, right? And I live where Bell's is, and I've never made a two hearted clone. So I was like, okay, uh, this it's sort of like a, it has to be a rite of passage and in Kalamazoo as a homebrewer to make a, a two-hearted clone. But uh, all I had was like verdant yeast. Um, and verdant's like super haze positive. Like I, it went, this beer went into the fermenter clear. And after the dry hop, I just couldn't get it to clear out anymore. So it's like a, it's like a hazy centennial. Hazy, hazy hearted. Uh, it, it, it's, yeah. it's really good. It looks, it looks <laughs> oxidized, but it's not just because of the caramel, the C40 that was in there, but. I like uh, I like not going to a comp, but guys it, it have good. those pineapples. Those are those are fun. You missed the story, but uh, we'll. we'll I think I, I I can connect some dots. I think <laughs> I think I know. Not not those dots. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no we were talking about that earlier. Just keep them right set up. Guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jordan, we're not that close. <laughs> just a glass yeah well matt maybe uh you're a good person to to ask to to start off like kind of some of the the deeper uh doings of the master homebrew program but uh how long has it been going on for like why why did you start it yeah so we uh started in 2019 um and we we trialed it out in our in our local homebrewing club. So everybody that was a member of the Cane Island Ailers, which is our Katy homebrewing club, Gambrinus winners, 2018, thank you. Um, we uh, started the uh, uh, the first trial of that and had a, a few people that were interested, um, came up with the designs for for badges. So if you're a member of the, of the MHP and you're a paid member, you do get badges for um, uh, ranking up throughout the program. And, uh, you know, we, we 3D print those and we hand paint those and those get shipped out, you know, quarterly to everyone. I don't know. Anybody have one that they want to show off? Um, I'm pulling up. I'm trying to see if I can pull up my picture yeah, of my, I was of just my badges. My... I should have brought mine up there downstairs. And uh, I've got a few here, but uh, um, maybe somebody else can pull it up. So, so yeah. And, and one of the things that actually, you know, I can. if you see my channel, if you see my channel, you know, I go back and, and research historic beer recipes and yeah there you go ryan's got a good you're, you're what are you master you're, you're getting a grandmaster coming in the mail is that right 
Okay. Yeah, I should have a should have Grandmaster one of them in the mail. But, yeah. yeah, and Master Mead as well. That's right. Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. So so another reason I was I was looking up um some of these old recipes by some of these brewers. And I say old, I mean like eight to ten years old. And I said, who are these people? Why did they stop competing? And you know, why did they walk away from this great hobby of competing against people and rewarding and and never do it again? And I noticed it across the globe. Um, everywhere I was looking. There you go. And that was our latest batch that we sent out for 59. That's crazy. And nice. and I and I put two and two together after seeing this award of brewing by the Prairie Home Brewers Companion and said, you know, let's let's figure out a way to keep these people engaged, to keep them competing. Um, you know, I figured they probably reached a pinnacle where they're scoring in the 40s every time and they're winning medals and they're like, well, why am I doing this? You know, just patting myself on the back every time. So I came up with a bunch of goals uh for different people to try to achieve um and put some really stretch goals out there too right so like 43 in every cat subcategory or 43 in every category that that's going to take you years to get if you want to get it um and we've got people well on their way there so you know trying to trying to find a way to keep people competing uh and not dropping out of the the sport really the gamification of brewing which is what we are um so that was that was really the impetus to, to start this thing. Um, and it kind of grew legs after, um, you know, the first year was very slow. Nobody was signing up, very small uh, sign up. Uh, and then I created the Circuit of America where I, said, <laughs> where I said, well, let's create a circuit of the biggest competitions in each state and let's see who's the best brewer out there, you know? And boy, that really just super, you know, injected adrenaline into this program and got people really interested in it. So that's a big proponent, purport, ah, component of what we do is the, the Circuit of America. So I don't know. Um, there's so much I could talk about. And any specific things that you're interested in discussing or know more about? Or let's let's start from the bottom, I guess. Like, uh, right. so obviously it's amazing. And I think uh, Jason Thank for you. sure is a member. I'm a member. Jordan, I will be. Perfect. And then once, I, once I once I can, can uh, conglomerate all my score sheets <laughs> and whatnot, yeah, that's but, what I did. I I I I'm, I'm in the middle of a move and I found a box. And I'm like, there's all my score sheets, and I ran over to my computer and I signed up, and then I packed them all away and I moved. Um, yeah. So I, I haven't done shit with it yet, um, but I will be soon. Uh, and and we run on the honor system, so if you've if you've recorded them somehow as a spreadsheet, you oh, know cool. we'll take that. Oh, okay. Um, you know, yeah. uh, a lot of people do that. They record the, uh, there's, I've seen sheets where they've recorded every brew and every competition and every score that they've ever had and trend them. You know, we got, we got people that are so serious about this. Um, it's that fun to see like how, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's quite a few people that actually do that, but, uh, um, yeah, we'll take, we take, we take the honor system. If you do want to just send in a, a spreadsheet of your scores and, it's a system based upon, you know, to normalize it. You can't really look at medals because you've got competitions where you have two entries or a hundred entries, right? Right, right. And so, right. so to really normalize it, you have to go by score sheet um, because that's a standard, which is, you know, across all competitions is, u- is used as long as you judge to be JCP, which is a requirement for um, submitting a score sheet. It has to be a BJC competition, BJCP competition. Um, so your, your ranking is based upon how many score sheets you submit at a certain score for each style or subcategory of beer, mead, and cider. And there's different, 
uh, awards uh, that that tear up the the main ranking system. You know, is based upon a a score starting at twenty one. So if you submit five beers, meads, and ciders with a score of twenty one, you automatically are in the system as a novice brewer. So nice. it doesn't take much to start out. And then, you know, once you get into the grandmaster, we're talking like I'm grandmaster, what four, I've got 20, 20 different score sheets of 43 wow. or higher. Right. That's huge. You know, that, that takes a lot of time. Uh, I, you know, that, I've brewed 77 different uh, subcategories of beer, beer, cider, 77 of the 130 off uh, styles. So that's kind of what it takes to get to yeah. that level. And I still have goals I want to achieve. So it's kind of doing its job and, and keeping people focused and, and wanting to do better and more. Yeah. And when, once you get to those ranks, it's uh, like you, you sort of have extra requirements too. It's not just scores, right? You have to do a certain number of sour beers or lagers or meads or something. Yeah. We, we kind of incorporated that, you know, um, we wanted to make a challenge for, for people that are in the very high ranks to say, you know, when someone looks at that badge and you're grandmaster 10, you better know everything about everything, right? <laughs> sure. And so, and so we kind of, uh, you know, it was just, you know, independent of styles. And now we're kind of incorporated into those later grandmaster ranks. You better know mead ciders, you better know sours, but not just, not just uh, kettle sours, you better know mixed fermentation sours. You know, somebody that sees that badge better know that you know everything, right? Um, and, and that's another feature that we're trying to, to implement uh, is somebody walks into a, homebrew club meeting for the first time and and gets advice right about their beer and you get a wide array of opinions from a wide array of array of experience how do you know who's the person to listen to well look at that badge right you know that's that's another way to to recognize that person knows what they're talking about about this style it kind of leads into another subset of of um Badges that we have or rankings that we have are specific genres within the beer, mead, and cider world. So we have, you know, if you focus on German beers and you don't want to do anything else, just German beers, well, you can earn a Browmaster badge, which means you have 10 German style beers that have achieved 43 or more. So for people that don't really want to brew meads and ciders, there's something for them as well, right? We have that for Belgian styles, for English styles, for people that just want to do sours or mixed fermentations. You know, there's ways to 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 earn recognition um, along a different path as well. If you're not into um, just ranking up by brewing everything, so we we have a little bit of something for everyone. And I'm talking way too much, Mike. No, dude. No, absolutely not. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm loving this information, man. Take it, take it away, dude. Like this is this is fantastic. So, so I will say we do have another. So we looked at how you know how we could reward people. We have stars as well. Like if you look at like a, a general's badge with a number of stars on his collar, we we honor stars for if you get a best of show in a competition, you can earn a bronze star or a silver star, depending on how, how big the competition is. If you're in a, a medal at NHC, you get a star, right? So major, major accomplishments in brewing, you get these these stars. And I think Bill Boyer set the record this year. He earned 21 stars, 13 cool. best of shows That's this year crazy. alone for me. It was insane. That's you know, and, and you look at those numbers, you're like, nobody could, nobody should really earn that much. He earned those. That dude, that dude is unbelievable. He's an yeah. unbelievable brewer. 
So, so it's another way we can recognize people. Yeah, he meddled in every comp in the Circuit of America. That All is 26. That's, 20, that's 26 insane. competitions. Yeah, absolutely insane. Holy yeah. smokes. So and, keep in, a, and keep in mind, we're, we're heaping praise on him, and this isn't even the guy that won the circuit. There was, yeah, still, there was still yet another brewer that pulled off some just insane feats of Zimmergy. It was wild. Yeah, Fritz Shans won the Circuit of America. This was our second year for Circuit of America. Joel McGormley won it the year before. And, and Joel didn't realize he was even in it until halfway. And he, he <laughs> but, but he's, he is super excited about winning that last year, but, but this year or 2022, everybody kind of went after it, you know, and I was even in the, in the mix there. I was like, well, I can't let this, you know, I got to try to win my own competition thing. You know? But, but Fritz, Fritz won a hundred, how many medals did he win? 190 medals. Wait, what? Which, 190 medals or something like that this this year i mean he got 15 the colorado state fair yeah in one competition <laughs> in one in one competition That's crazy yeah i okay. mean and there's so i was just gonna ask like what what goes into the points or, or what 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 how do you calculate who wins the circuit of america interesting <laughs> so we're you know if you look at all these there's a bunch of different homebrew circuits in in the usa if you don't know there's one in washington state oregon texas tennessee louisiana Midwest, High Plains, Southeast, they're all over the place. So Florida has its own circuit and they all calculate them different ways. And we, we, we kind of um, looked at what the pros and cons of each and came up with our own way to do it. And uh, basically uh, it's a proportion of how many people you beat within that table, right? So if there's, if there's 10 people, uh, the way it used to be is if there's 10 people, you get nine out of 10 points so 0.9 points and we've kind of put a factor on that to kind of account for more reward if you win a huge competition versus there's three entries at the table right so there's a factor there this year but that's really how we do it so you never get more than one point but if you get first out of 100 entries uh, that's pretty big you get 0.99 points and if you get second out of 100 you get 0.98 so for those highly entered tables first second and third are nearly identical in the number of points you earn mm. and so then they accumulate for each competition that you enter and one thing that's unique this year um you know when fritz walked in and would would win 15 tables at one competition you know he kind of ran away with it very early on so we're limiting yeah. that to the highest five scores from each competition uh, that you enter so you can put five beers in every competition if you get five golds you're probably going to win the circuit you know so yeah. it, it, it gives a little bit more parity makes it a little bit more competitive keeps the, the the people that flood and we love the people that flood because they're brewers and they love to compete they, you know they're a big part of our program but it keeps them at bay a little bit and lets the normal brewer participate in this thing and be competitive and that's what we want is someone something that everyone can participate in and feel like they can be competitive and they can win it. You know, if they make a good enough beer, they can win this thing. And yeah. prizes are big. There are big prizes and they're going to get bigger. I'm just telling you. What were so they last year? It was a grandfather, first place. Um, True. You know, thousand dollar prize. He got to pick which model. He picked a model that hasn't even on the market yet. You know, what? ESG let him choose. Yeah. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so they're going to get bigger. When we get to NHC, we're going to recruit new sponsors and, uh, you know, hopefully get some more people participating in this thing. So 
um, everybody's got a shot. And if you're a competitor and you want to win some big prizes, this is the place to do it. So right now we had a question in chat. <clears throat> it was answered sure. in chat too, but oh, okay. Uh, the question was, uh, there, there's no country in the signup form. Is it us only? And, uh, right now it is, um, I've reached out to the lab brewers in, in England and, um, the problem is shipping, right? Um, us being able to, to ship those internationally is going to cost us, uh, a lot of money. And if we had a way to kind of collaborate with local homebrew club, and these are just 3d printed, um, things, right. Uh, badges if, if they were willing and able to uh, come up with the same quality badges that we do here we'd be willing to uh, you know expand it internationally uh, we have we do have people in our facebook page that are from mexico and canada uh, like that are uh i was gonna say it looks like he's from australia and he's trying to what I would say is go on our website, send us an email. Um, if, if, if you're willing to set this up there, then yes, we are looking to expand eventually. Probably not this year, but uh, 2024, maybe, maybe so. Right on. It's probably a no chill brewer with a, what they call it? A jerry can. Uh, yeah. I've heard about Australian home brewing. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about it. I would say, I would say there's, there I'd have to agree that their hops are probably superior in many ways, but yeah, Aussie hops are great. More zoo. Actually, no, that given New Zealand, that's, that's different. But... <laughs> Dibs, hit us up. Uh, send us a message. Let's trade some beer. We'll see if we can ship uh, ship internationally or something. We'll we'll have a, a little mini uh, <laughs> a, a mini a mini showing or something. We we'll do a homebrew review. Send some beer in, and, and we'll, that's right. We'll get some BJCP judges on and. We'll, uh, we'll do some beer reviews or something. Cool. Take it easy on the note show. Oh, we got, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Matt Jaggers. He's on our board. He's a, he's a good guy. Matt, Matt's a great, great YouTube guy. channel as well. Right on. So. Yeah. Go check out Matt's YouTube channel. <laughs> um, so I, I guess, uh, uh, so dibs brings up a good point. It says there's a membership cheer, <clears throat> that's free and there's one that's no uh uh there's no charge but there's also a club tier right yeah so talk first about the the free tier anyone can sign up for the free tier right uh, you can live anywhere in the world and sign up for that as, as long as we don't have to ship badges to antarctica right um <laughs> you'll create a dashboard you'll get on the leaderboard um anyone can sign up for the free tier um, this year we are incorporating a a club membership and it's not the main difference in the club membership is it's a little bit more. It's $125 for your entire club, um, regardless of size. Um, we do two shipments a year instead of four. And um, what else is different about it? That, that's about it. The two shipments is it. And that really, you know, our shipping is our busy, big, biggest expense. So uh, doing that really saves and it, you know, if you looked at some of the renewal, I told the, the people at KCBM, the Kansas City Beer Masters, I said, your renewal membership costs $12 and MHP costs 25 You know, if people were smart, they if they wanted to join MHP, they would join KCBM first. <laughs> it would be cheaper. <laughs> it would be cheaper than joining the uh, Master Homebrew Program. So, um, yeah, maybe we need to think about our, our fee rate, you know, <laughs> but uh, 
that's that's a great program for clubs. And it, it lasts a year. It's an annual uh, thing. So if you're interested as a club, just go on our website and click the join button. And there's a form and you can select which which type of membership you want to do. So. And that's, that's a, and that's like a symbiotic thing for sure. Like that, that club membership as, as Matt alluded to, that's not something um, that makes a lot of financial sense for us, especially the, if it's a massive club, but um, it gives us an injection of members uh, and people that are excited about the hobby and excited about shipping out to competitions. And also it gives the club um, a vested interest, you know, a modest uh, financial vested interest in saying, Hey guys, you know, we, we have this club membership. This is a, a benefit we are offering you. Um, let's make sure that we are, you know, collaborating and coordinating, um, you know, shipping off to competitions or maybe uh, doing, you know, group, group drop-offs to the closer ones and things like that. So there's definitely benefits uh, in both directions there for that, that club level membership. Mm. And then, you know, once, once a club signs up or uh, I, I feel this, this kind of strays away maybe from the master homebrew program as a program, but I feel like clubs that have a vested interest in competing or have a lot of members that compete often tend to grow uh, their membership and tend to uh, produce better beers all, all in all. Um, the, the people For that sure. tend to compete tend to take their feedback seriously and tend to want to make their investment into shipping and entering competitions worthwhile. And, um, and, and once you sort of start to get that mindset, uh, I feel like uh, these clubs grow better brewers, you know? Uh, th there's a reason that you see KCBM uh, all, talked about all the time or, uh, uh, you know, some of the California clubs or... Quaff, yeah. Yeah, Quaff, yeah. Quaff Qual just signed up for a club membership, so... Awesome. I'm dreading that, you know, I'm probably going to sign up. <laughs> How many members do they have? Yeah, over 100. Right? They haven't submitted yeah. anything. I mean, they paid, but they haven't yet uh, started their... I, I think they're waiting for one of their club meetings to kind of unveil it to their membership. Um, but I'm expecting, you know, they've got hundreds in Quaff. So, Jeez. yeah. Yeah. I'll that's definitely say brewing, oh, that's, or, that's, brewing for competitions really brought our club together and has really, you know, uh, taken us to the next level. I mean, Brian's got the Gambrinus behind him. We've got a couple of state club of the years. Um, and I know when we talked about, I think we brought the Master Home Brewer to our club but I, I, I believe like the majority of us that were going to participate already had already signed up and paid. So it'll be something yeah. next year. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that we'll, uh, we'll loop in some, some other newer members that aren't quite ready to do it solo yet. So I, I'm expecting it to be a big lift when we do pull that trigger. Yeah. Great. Um, you know, kind of, it, it's kind of builds a community as well. So even if you're totally. a part of a club, you know, joining this, this group and our Facebook, presence and our discord presence um i would have never known dr carl Tichi before uh, <laughs> <laughs> before before you know we created this thing so you know it makes andy coined a good term it makes the, the homebrew world smaller especially this yeah. this niche of of competitive brewing you know getting to know these people that i see their names all the time and they're great people and it's fun to 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 you know talk smack with them and compete against them on a, mm -hmm. on a weekly or, or monthly basis at these competitions. So it's been a but great, I've really enjoyed it. It's also so, great to celebrate with all of them too. Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, seeing everybody just medal is fantastic. Even if Carl beats me. So <laughs> <laughs> what, one thing that we do is, is on the COA, 
at Circuit of America, after the competition's done, you know, I'll tally up the points for the COA and they'll be like, okay, here are the stats of uh, MHP members in this competition. And usually it's, I mean, we have injected so much into these competitions as a group that I'm not, I'm not sure they recognize that the majority of their medal winners, the majority of their entrants are coming from them being on the circuit of America. So if you have a competition and you want to grow it, you know, you can petition to us to add your competition. Now it, it better be bigger and better and better than anything else in your state, but you know, petition to us and you'll see a definite injection of entrance and the quality of entrance that you have in your competition. Um, it's amazing what it does really uh, to, to these competitions. The Michigan State Fair, was that part of the circuit last year? It was, yes, it was. and it is this year as well. Excellent uh, medals. The, the medals are oh, beautiful. Fantastic. Really good. But uh, I was at the award ceremony last year, and uh, they started announcing names and, and states and the clubs that these people were from, and there were, there were a lot of Texas medalers uh, yeah. at the Michigan yeah. State Fair last year, you know? Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, am, I, I did not enter last year, but I saw the medals from last year, and I'm like, I want one of those. So, so I, I will be entering this year. So, so, so I want to pull on this thread a little bit, because um, what you guys may not know is Brian and I are actually the, uh, the organizers for the largest homebrew competition in the state of Michigan, um, the Michigan Beer Cup. And uh, we just took that over this year. Okay. And uh, one of the things that we're working on is making a badass metal. Um, mm. And so in your esteemed expert Ooh. opinions, mm. what would I need to do to make, you know, what, what is the best metal that you've ever gotten or, or what, what makes that metal stand out? So right There's off the something top. something to be said for size, I got to say. <laughs> size and mass size like, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll chime in on that and say that there is an aspect of shiny because i've got a few metals sitting behind me and my two the two favorites that i have is one from glint cap because it's like a damn mirror and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i can see it from across the room it's gorgeous uh and then you know the recent one i have from bells because that thing's just it's like a belt buckle it's massive oh my god jason we totally what? forgot I'm so sorry, Jordan. So what? I'm gonna interrupt. Oh fuck this. yeah! I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt this very. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta interrupt. Oh, so, okay. For those yeah. that aren't aware, so Bell's runs a, a homebrew competition every year, and uh, it used to be that they gave you five gallons of wort, and you took it home, you brewed whatever beer with it. This year, they gave you up to 15 pounds of uh, Empire Malt Two Row, and you took it home and did something with it. Um, I think this year they had just a little under 100 uh, submissions, and our very own Jordan uh, took silver in the Bell's Homebrew competition this year. That's right. So uh, big, big congratulations! That's yeah, it's a pretty stacked you. competition, you know, all in all. Uh, so congratulations, Jordan! Yeah, I am so sorry you. we didn't even like start off the show. It's yeah. been so long. It has, it's, it's been <laughs> it's been a couple weeks, but yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 good. I mean, it's it's honestly it's the longest competition I've been submitting to. So, um, that, know, that's what nice. got me into brewing. You got me into brewing through the Bell's Homebrew competition. Oh, yeah. What, wow. what style was it that took silver? Uh, it was a Shores beer, or uh, it was a yeah. I guess what I labeled as a black lager with cinnamon. Oh wow! Oh, so did you enter it as a what a category thirty spice beer, or did you it's do? Not a, it's not a BJCP. It's not BJCP. That's that's yeah. the uh, I it's guess the, the other yeah. yeah yep. 
I think I only think in in cats and subcats because I totally. have a, a brain illness at this point. I, you know, to be entirely honest, I would too because that's like one of the only competitions around the area that's not BJCP that I readily submit to. Uh, and to be honest, I was kind of like, you know, I'd, I had submitted for so many years. Um, so the funny thing is, is that I had brewed a, in my wife had brewed a, a cinnamon stout and submitted it pretty much every single year for like six years. Uh, and then I gave up on it, um, and decided I needed to go back and, uh, redo the recipe and then, uh, did that and submitted it to the Michigan homebrew festival and ended up taking gold with it. Uh, so I was like, the recipe's not wrong. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so then, uh, I, you know, I, from then I just brewed a series of other things and then I just had this Schwarz beer that I brewed up and I was getting ready to submit it. I'm like, it needs something else. And I had a cinnamon teacher sitting next to my kegerator that I'm using for some of my ciders. And I'm like, let's do it. Let's try it. Did some did some quick tabletop science and was like, this is the dosage and <laughs> also awesome. dosed it up. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Maybe while we uh while we get uh you know Mike and uh Matt and Dr. Carl's uh opinions on uh metals, <laughs> go metal. grab it so we can see it because that thing's fucking massive. Oh the yeah, I got it right behind me here. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab some beer real quick and then I'll grab it Do so that. you guys have a second. Good so stuff. We actually ha can take a data-based approach to which award is best because part of the uh, part of what we have here at the Master Homebrew Program is a collection of data, basically that are quality reports. I guess where Matt is probably a better term for it on the competition. So we, after you enter a competition, after it's kind of wrapped up its award ceremony and sent out their awards, uh, you can review the competition and leave that review on the Master Homebrew Program website. Um, and it's our way of, you know, amplifying the competitions that are consistently high quality, um, you know, good judging, uh, good organization, timely award shipment, things like that. Mm. Um, and I believe there is a separate score for like the quality of the both the uh, awards and any, any additional uh, best of show awards. So I don't know, Matt, if you know, yeah. like right off the top, which one is consistently scoring the highest. I'm sure Blue Bonnet is extremely high. Uh, yeah. Indiana yeah, so State Fair had dope ass medals. Oh, wow. uh, I was supposed to be in Indiana State Fair, and I I missed my shipping window. So we we have two rankings for um, one for the medals or ribbons. Um, how what's the quality of those, and then any additional awards? So if you look at um, Blue Bonnet Operation Fermentation Brew Brewfest, they they give for gold medalists a special award. Um, you know, Blue Bonnet you get a Stein. Op firm, you get a you get a goblet and boot. You get a glass boot. And there's multiple uh, types of these. I'm just naming the top three. So we have different um, rankings for each of those. And if I looked at awards, Hoppy Halloween is is like number one, right? The medals at Hoppy Halloween are voodoo. Yeah. Beads. And that's yeah, that's that's a unique <laughs> situation that you're not likely to uh, replicate with with your comp. So yeah, uh, I, I've seen Hoppy Halloween, and we're not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Jason mask bottle yeah. opener. I think they had to do somewhere in the ballpark of 900 handmade clay skulls. Oh, yeah. Based on the number of skulls per ribbon. So that's a lot. And I thought those were plastic when I first saw pictures of them. They're not. I got my first one this year. They are heavy, heavy metals. Like, yeah, they're very, very cool. 
Yeah, some other ones are, you know, NHC is up there. Um, what are some I want others? one of those. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I think probably because it's so coveted, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think Indiana Brewers. There's uh, one more day. One more day. day to enter. One more day left. Yeah, right. yep. I'm already. Yeah. I'm already all all registered up. Per- personally, my my favorite is the Drunk Monk Challenge. Um, their metal is very unique. It looks, it's it, it looks like it's uh, crafted instead of pressed, right? Mm. But I don't know if it is or not. But I really think that's a great metal. It's big. It's bigger than the other metals. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a great job. There's with, a splash with, of color. There is a splash of color. Yeah. Another one so, that has uh, a little splash of color. Well, it's actually more than a splash. It's probably the the first full color one that comes to mind for me is Commander Saws. And that's highly ranked as well. Yeah, and that one's it's not as big maybe as like an Indiana Brewers Cup, um, but it is full color. It's got that goofy Commander Saws logo that they use. <laughs> but I really like that full color one. Um, yeah, and then. Something that we've discussed, I don't know if you guys are considering this, but something that the, the MHP board has discussed is pretty much a surefire way to get everyone amped um, is to offer some sort of weaponry. Uh, <laughs> so like, like a sword? Yeah, so the Port City Plunder in Wilmington, North Carolina, as well as the Alamo City Cerveza Fest in San Antonio, they both offered swords um, for their best of show. Uh, I mean, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you can a offer a battle belt. axe. You can offer, you know, a bow staff or maybe there we some, go. some ninja the, the, stars. Look, these are all valid and amazing ideas. So I, I do appreciate it. We're northern. We should just do a double-headed woodsman axe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. We do have to uh, present these awards at Michigan's uh, homebrew um, festival. Should don't which think is, we can have weapons at right yeah you know there's some there's some some trickery there uh basically so michigan the michigan homebrew festival takes place third weekend in august um and we we camp out so there's usually about 20 clubs from around the state of michigan come together we've got a private campground um and we all put our beers on tap for three days so there's like 300 beers on tap a couple you know two three hundred you know uh people there all enjoying homebrew I don't think giving them a double-headed woodsman axe <laughs> yeah. is probably um, smart. Yeah, nope. uh, it's, it's one like of the club night at NHC outside for three days. It is. It, yeah, it's it's that 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 short club night at NHC spread out. If you guys ever feel like visiting Michigan in, in August, you should absolutely come up for for Homebrew Fest. It is. It makes. I, it, it, if you just boil down club night at NHC, it's that on crack. You know, oh, ten times okay. over. Um, yeah you know it's just uh except it's also you know not air conditioned and, and it's august in the woods. <laughs> yeah. so, it's, it's not humid. texas august it's michigan yeah, august. yeah. <laughs> it can be humid it's like can a we, texas winter yeah. you know <laughs> we actually just did something similar to that it's a it's a two-night thing down in north carolina it's the north carolina homebrewers invitational hmm. um but we had we did that in october yeah. so it was not hot um but we had I think what we they they had an app that had all the kegs um, organized. So I think we had somewhere in the ballpark like 150 to 160 kegs. We had I think 20 clubs from um, around all around North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, so certainly doesn't seem quite as fleshed out as that. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's basically just a big club night with a bunch of tents and and all the kegs you could ever want. Yeah, we actually have. Um, so we we rent an old Boy Scouts camp 
Let me see if I can pull up some pictures. And in the, in the Boy Scouts camp, there's a literal fort in the middle. So there's this massive wooden structure fenced in area with some things in the middle. And we're able to set up the majority of the bars inside of that. So we actually have like in the center of the campground, there is a large structure that you go inside and it's lined with bars. It's open air. It's not like, you know, you're in a building. Um, but there's some trees and the fire pits and um, and we're able to like, like I said, put, put all the, the, the clubs in that or right around the outside. And so it's really like you kind of walk through this open air beer mall, beer garden for, uh, you know, like I said, hundreds of beer on tap. I know our club last year, I think we had, well, the year before last, we had 36 taps with 50 plus kegs. Yeah. Well, we also had a tap on it like every single other club. And then, yeah, we were tapping other other clubs. Do you yeah. have to be a resident or entrant? No. Or is there... okay. No, no. I mean, you know, you just have to, what, what you do is you, you, you buy your ticket to the event, which in the past has been $40, and that is effectively your membership to the Michigan Homebrew Club. Um, yeah. The Michigan Homebrew Festival Club. That's the, which the allows little... you to drink three ounces. We, get, we have to do that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anybody's welcome. I, I will say the, the the club or the competition that we run, Michigan um, Beer Cup, uh, has in the past been a, a Michigan-focused club or competition, which is why we're not in the circuit and haven't really petitioned that. And Brian and I talked about it actually yesterday. You know, is this something we want to do or do we want to keep it Michigan? And, you know, we've got State Fair that's a circuit. And we, we're, we're great friends with Blair and what the State Fair does, and we support each other. Um, in fact, Blair came down and um, you know, help get us some judges and judge, mm -hmm. uh, you know, at our comp. And, um, you know, so we don't want to really mess with anything. We're going to keep Michigan beer cup, the competition focused on Michigan. Um, right. but yeah, Michigan homebrew fest, if you're in the area or you feel like traveling, goddamn, I'll, I'll, I'll float you guys' tickets. Come on up. <laughs> I think Carl might've entered that last year and, uh, shipped his entries into is it Michigan or some other state that you, uh, finagled your way into the competition. Me? Yeah. No, it was Don. It was Don. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. You know, so in the, the wrong one. In, okay. In the, yeah. In the past, we have not. Uh, so we we were part we partially involved last year, and I would say in the last few years they have not kicked anybody out for not being in Michigan. But um, the agreement is is they would not ship any prizes or awards outside of the state. That's right. Yeah, it was Don. Sorry, sorry, Dr. Carl. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I appreciate your guys' expertise. You gave me some names. I looked them up. You know, we are looking at creating a larger metal. Um, I, I feel like it needs to be, uh, you know, odd shaped. Um, uh, some of the, the cool metals I see, especially State Fair, had the ribbon sticking out of the metal. I thought that was neat. Um, I personally like some cutouts and some space to see through the metal. Um, and then Brian yeah, was. That would be was cool. Yeah, Brian was big on the the paint fill and the color the pop. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, hopefully, in a few weeks, we'll, we'll we're going to be working with an artist and we'll be able to unveil um, the twenty twenty three Michigan Beer Cup medals, and hopefully, they're awesome. So, great. Nice. Too bad we can't enter. <laughs> I mean, making us envious now. State State Fair is still pretty sweet. I, I can't wait to lose to some of you uh, in the state fair now this year that that more people saw what the medals looked like last year. <laughs> well, yeah. you live streamed, right? State fair and your medals yeah, were we awesome. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, you know, those are criteria for me to want to participate in that. That's huge. I mean, that's huge yeah. right there. Live streaming your award ceremony. Yeah. Double awards because you got like state fair ribbons with the medals. 
Yeah. 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 And I, I don't know Which if those are I've got, a, okay. I've got a soft spot in my, uh, my heart for State Fair uh, ribbons. There's just yeah. something yeah. about them. You kind of, kind some of are better than others. I think See, some I, are better than others. I think <laughs> players, player said that, yeah, I think players said he had ribbons left over, so he gave them out with the medals. And I know in years past, and I don't know this year, Brian, did he give out mugs too? No. So that in years past, he used to get a ribbon and a, and a stein. So, but we should give him that feedback. Yeah, that, that people still like the ribbons. So, and yeah, we'll ribbons aren't that much, you know. So. No. Yeah, because for Indiana, I got. Oh. Oh, and he's frozen. We caught him just before he cut off, so he he realized it. <laughs> cat, oh. cat jumped on the keyboard or something. Yeah. Am I still alive yeah. here? It's a great. Yeah, we get we got yeah. we got you. Okay. It's a great. Everybody uh, else out. Like it looks like. But... I was saying, I ended up grabbing that uh that Michigan homebrew medal. So this thing oh. is. Pretty pretty large in comparison to say like. You know, the so old is that the bells? That the, yeah, this that is the bells. Bell. Bells okay. homebrew one. You know, that's so pretty impressive. Yeah. Fairly large compared to like glint caps, so you can see the. I like glint caps. Um, the size just, of it. It just has. Uh, it's a bit expensive to enter that competition and very competitive. Mister um. <laughs> Jeff Carlson. Yeah. <sighs> How yeah, many did a... he enter last year? I think Bill was telling me he had to enter. The answer is I yes. I, yeah, yes. I think he took a medal in every single category. Wow. Um, I, I believe I believe Jeff took 29 medals at Clint Cap last year. You know, I would love to sit into a course with that guy to talk about ciders um, because I just cannot make a good cider. <laughs> I would love to pick his brain about what, I'm, what to do there. So I'm not saying I'm shooting for Jeff, but I've got I've got seven six batches of cider sitting here in my basement that i've been Dang. messing with over the past <laughs> while that um i'm planning on submitting all of them underneath different categories i just say what one thing off topic in terms of cider with this bell's uh metal not that i haven't seen a lot it's a felt back oh yeah all right like, okay. i actually i i really like it because when you wear it like it doesn't <laughs> it kind of i wonder if they meant, meant it for it to be a coaster you know Oh, yeah. oh, maybe. No, no yeah. What the, great the, the one like odd that. thing about that one, so I mean, the, the felt back is cool, and it's a it's a great looking metal, but they're all the same. You know, they they are. That yeah. that was uh, this is the same metal that first place got and that third place got. So that's that's a little disappointing on that. I'm with you. I'm with you, Jason. But um, yeah, yeah. No, still. I mean, it's good size good sized metal i i enjoy it and i want to get more large metals and another one you need to look thing. at is uh foam cup came out with new metals this year and they're fantastic um desiree does a good job there um they're kind of they're they're odd shaped and they can you know different colors they really pop you know so uh, take a look at those too right on definitely you got all that jason i did i'm i, I took some <laughs> notes i i pulled up uh pictures of the different metals they mentioned and i i mean i know brian what i have in my head is still we just got to get it out of my head and, okay and, and on paper so <laughs> um well what else what else can we tell you about mhp and i was just looking at our notes and, and kind of going through you know we, we talked about the 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 process the progress um the paid for free versus club we 
gone through. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that stands out that, that like, I know you guys recently went through there, some changes. Um, what, what were maybe some of the standout changes this year? Besides the Fritz rule or, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there is some other perks that uh, the MHP offers. We've got um, some, some discounts that um, some sponsors have given us. So if you are a paid member, you've got access to those. Um, what are the, what are some of the really good ones? Um, you guys do a whale pod. Whale pods? Yeah, I'm drawing uh, a blank on. Brewer's Hardware? Brewer's Hardware yeah. and was Bacchus and Barleycorn as well? Is that, um, they give discounts? <clears throat> We're looking to grow that as well. Um, so if you're, you want to sponsor us, you want to offer our members discounts, um, let us know. We'll um, gladly take them, you know, so uh, it's mutually beneficial. People that compete more buy more. <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah. give us some, give us some discount codes, encourage people to brew, encourage people to compete. And it, it's only uh win-win, right? Um, you talked about some of the changes that we made this year. We had a minor amount of rules changes. We, the biggest one probably was switching to the 2021 BJCP. Um, which was a pretty big change for us. Um, you know, some of our tiers require that you meddle in every category. So when they keep adding categories and styles, it makes it more and more difficult yeah. to break up. It's part of the um, journey though, man. Yeah, it <laughs> is. We, we also, uh, probably the next biggest one, we, we split out. We had 21B IPA as, you know, just whatever it was, right? If you did a brown IPA or NEPA or whatever, you scored in that bucket. We split those out and added a special award for people that brew IPAs. So if you score oh, cool. 43 and seven different IPAs, you can get a specialty badge for IPAs. That's uh, cool. Because there's, there's a lot of people that that's all they brew. So we wanted to kind of recognize that. Is that one of the... Uh, Hero, Hero of Hops I badge. think it's... Yeah, Hero of Hops. Cool. And yeah, So so that's that's a specialty badge that you can win, kind of like along the lines of the, the Browmaster and the cider master badges so um other than that you know we did some minor tweaks here and there but nothing really you know ground shaking uh, uh other than the bjcp 2021 cool. we have about um we grew from about 50 to 250 in one year holy shit that's, that's <laughs> some decent growth yeah and and we are growing on that same pace now um and we're working on a way to upgrade our badges to uh, purchase badges that are uh, enamel uh, metal badges, mm. just because this pace we cannot keep up. Right. With the number are you of the people, only one printing these right now. I've got somebody that prints them for me, but okay. the painting takes me, it took me two weeks to do the, the, the this last oh. batch of badges. Oh. So yeah. I, at our current growth rate, I figure, Next year, if we don't have the metallic badges, we're going to have to put a freeze on new members just because we're growing that fast. Um, so if you want to in, get in now is what I would say. <laughs> um, so, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have that much growth. Um, we're just trying to figure out budget wise, how we can do this, not break everybody. We want it to be affordable. Yeah. We still want to have the club membership. Um, it may look a little different with metallic badges. We may phase them in, you know, do certain ranks first because the big expense is the setup cost with those, right? 
yeah. getting the molds in place is a huge proportion of the cost there. So yep. we do have enough in our bank right now to, to kind of phase that in. But, uh, you know, we're working on that probably for 2024. It'll be something that we roll out there. Um, and they look really cool. I mean, we've already purchased a trial of some of the badges. Um, I probably have one of the, one of them here. Oh, um, wow. Talk about something else. And we did a master mead one. Um, and it, it is really fantastic looking. Uh, so, you know, that's the next upgrade, the next iteration of what we're, what we're planning in the future. Um, uh, as far as long-term goals, I think eventually we'd like to have some sort of, well, I would like to have some sort of conference and competition that kind of recognizes cool. the winners of the circuit. Um, similar to what, uh, what was it? MCAB did before, but on a more grander scale. So, we really need it, you know, some sort of club to help sponsor judging for that. And it may start out small. It may be a single style or maybe, you know, a few, a few um, regional styles. Uh, but eventually I would like to see some sort of championship, right? Um, where you've won, you've won gold as a rock and beer with Vienna type uh, rye malts. And you're going to compete with other rock and beers for the best rock and beer in the country. And like, uh, like Iron Chef for beer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So you know, be if, awesome. we can, if we can incorporate that through uh, some sort of conference, I think that would be a great thing to have. So that's five-year plan. So. Five-year. Right on. No, that sounds awesome. Um, what else do you have coming up this year? Anything major? Are you going to NHC again? I'll be at NHC. I think most of us are. Um, we put in for three lectures and didn't get any Whoa. of them. So, oh, jeez! Um, oh, but I, I have one. You know, I, my YouTube channel Mean Brews is still in the running. Uh, they've told me I'm still in the running, so I might have one. But Mike Rensing, um, and I told Julia this. I had a one-on-one -on -one with Julia a, a week ago, and I said, if you pick one of ours, you've got to pick the Mike Rensing data analysis that he pulled from. Um, it, it, you can do a whole show on that, guys. It's unbelievable. It is just I unbelievable. I think I would actually like to. I, I didn't. I'm, I haven't I'm looking seen to it. Uh, clean up this data. Is it is it public data right now, Mike? It it is. Um, it requires a bit of work to obtain. So I've done that legwork already. I'm I'm looking to clean it up and and maybe release it. So it's so Mike, covered... Mike did a power power automate poll from the Midwest circuit. Is that right? I started pull... with that. Yeah. So tell them exactly yeah, what you did. You know, walk through because yeah. I don't know. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm competing in the Midwest uh, Homebrewer of the Year, and uh, just looking through the website, realized that every entry in every competition of the Midwest Homebrewer of the Year is on their site. It takes a little bit of work to obtain, but you can figure out what everybody has brewed and the the beers that meddled okay so i started with that scraped all of that data and was able to um put together i don't know i think it was like maybe eight years worth of information from there and there's a uh, there's another set of public data that's a little bit more difficult to come by um reggie has has a way that you can find all of the entries and i ended up scraping that data as well that goes back to 
2006, I believe. So when he, uh, when Nelson started, Reggie is all there. Um, there's over 114,000 entries that I've got. And uh, I, I normalized it all to 2015. Um, I think Styles. it's going to be difficult yeah. to take it to 2021. So 2015 was the easiest to normalize to. But now I can compare all of that data and see trends, um, you know, percentages of beer styles that are entered and the ones that do well. And you can also then start breaking this down to regions of the country, see yeah. what styles to enter in what various competitions that there are ones, you know, Iowa, for instance, you know, a certain style of beer does better there than it does elsewhere in the country. Interesting. So you can start, you know, planning your brews and targeting what beers to enter and what competitions. So the the areas of the country all poll, you know, the same judges. So if you're in Kansas City, a couple of competitions around there, they're polling from the same judging pool, or you're mm -hmm. going to have the same result. So, so we were going to present this at NHC, and they they turned it down. Probably didn't realize what a gold mine this was, but we're we're looking to make this a membership perk, and we're going to do a a, a live stream to paid members uh, presenting all this data and almost in a Q and A session uh, on specific styles, specific competitions from well, the, the if, data that, that Mike's pulled. If there's any way that you could do like a light version of it, we'd, I think I'd, I'd love to do a show on it. You know, I mean, I, I get it uh, for the paid members and I, I think that's a smart way to go, but maybe we can, you could do a light version that could help maybe pull in some, some more membership. There. Sure. Sure. Um, because I, I tell you what, I started to do that myself with the Michigan comps years ago. And I think I only did like three years of one comp before I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And you, have managed to pull in like all of that shit. So you went, you went, to, the, <laughs> you, you went to the nth degree of where I was trying to go. So that that's some fascinating shit. And I, I think, yeah, I'd love to talk to you about it. I will say this, when Mike yeah. presented it to our board as a proposal to uh, you know, present at NHC, we were all like, holy crap, how did you do this? You know, it was so amazing. I was just totally slack jawed. I mean, <laughs> it, it's incredible. It's an incredible amount of data. And like you know, the practical upshot of it was, yeah, for a couple of days after I was just be like, Hey Mike, should I brew 11 B or 11 C now? <laughs> like just like the granular, he's like, well, technically if you brew 11 B versus 11 C, you're going to have a 0.4% chance, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, it's, it's the data is incredible. Yeah, if you want to win medals, um, if you want to compete and win, uh, Mike has the data to tell you what you need to brew and for e what in each competition in each region, in each state, that's it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's it's fantastic. really unbelievable. I did, like I said, a very, very baby, baby light version of that. And it, it did get me to brew a, a, like styles I hadn't brewed before, um, uh, you know, early on. I, I haven't really participated in comps in a year or two, but um, I am going to be getting back into it. And that's kind of the, the same shit Brian and I have talked about, you know, how Master Homebrew Program tracks the, the beer styles that you have brewed and what you've meddled in. And, and he's using that to kind of guide him on what other brews to start. Um, I did a light version last year uh, myself or what I was last year, where I, but I just emailed Brian and so what should I brew? So, um. <laughs> well, it's cool. Like I, I looked at my dashboard earlier this year, like a couple months ago, 
and i i it's really barren like my dashboard is i'm like oh my god is this all i really brew like just these styles and uh and i'm like i need to branch out and so that's yeah it's it's led me to in 2023 here i think i'm gonna branch out quite a bit and brew a lot of new styles that i've never brewed before because my my goal right now that i'm grandmaster one i need to get 43s and things that you know either i'm i'm below on or you know hopefully brand new styles so i i can't rank up anymore without expanding my expanding out yeah my 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 comfort zone sort of so yeah it's it's really interesting uh when you start kind of putting the data uh up on a screen like in a visual manner to, to see you know kind of kind of where you're at and what trends you know you you, you kind of brew at and stuff so yeah, I just I just texted him and said, "What should I brew?" And he came back with like Czech dark lager, which I've never done that before. And I, I brewed it. I had a blast Ooh. investigating recipes and coming up with it. Uh, it was like the only I brewed twelve times last year, but I feel like that was the only different beer, new beer that I brewed, and uh, and it wound up taking like what three or four medals. Or, and 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 I was like, "Thanks, Brian, you know, for the inspiration." And hey, Matt, this like, was prior prior to your act, uh, your, your... <laughs> my, my trip <laughs> yeah, to Prague. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I probably have your, Lager, your recipe in my data set. style Oh, I loved it. It was great. Okay, I... whatever. Rinsing. You just drive the Mr. Forty-nine. Guys, I toiled. What's the story? I toiled year long <laughs> here in the Southeast circuit. And at the, at the last competition on the Southeast circuit, I was like, I've, you know, I'm, 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 I'm locked in a heated battle to stay on the podium. Um, and I sent a, a, a rye barrel aged Imperial stout named after my daughter, um, that I had poured my entire heart and soul into. And, and I, it comes, you know, the, the, ceremony is happening and awards are being given out and i have to get a gold with this beer to stay on the podium in the southeast and sure enough i get a gold and i'm like wow great awesome i, I locked in my podium position that means i'm also going to be considered for uh, best of show oh my gosh i haven't gotten a best of show this year wouldn't it be so poetic to get it on the last one in my southeast circuit um and then the, the best of show announcement happens and my um labor of love blood sweat and tears imp stout gets a second place best of show to Mike Rensing's check dart <laughs> shipped in from God knows where America. <laughs> and I'll, I'll never, I'll never recover. I'll truly oh, never recover. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. That one's going to be brewed for a uh, a pro am at GABF. What was the what was the brewery with that? Uh, Savage South Carolina breweries. Yeah. Are you yeah. traveling for that? You going to brew with them? You gonna... Um, I've been in contact with them. Um, yeah. Yet to be seen. I would love okay. to. So Carl, you get to drink his beer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> more more salt on the wound there. You know, yeah. just, just pour it on the cut. You know? Well, if you'll notice, there was a question there about travel because it's more difficult for uh, him to travel because he lives 150 hours away. <laughs> um, whereas I could just take it. Is a, that my camel or what? You know, I could 
<laughs> yeah, you well, that's wow. well with air travel these days, you know. Like um, rinsing beer at a, at a brewery near you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey, but that's that's the circuit of America for you. Like, you know, yeah. just a couple of years ago, because this was at the Palmetto State Brewers Open down in South Carolina. Um, but like, you know, my understanding is just a couple of years ago, that was, you know, dudes from around the Carolinas or maybe in the Southeast, but with it being a circuit of America, America comp, excuse me. And with it being, I believe it was the second to last uh, competition on the circuit of America last year. Um, I mean, you've got brewers from all over the country who are going to ship in to, to throw their hat in the ring, to, to try to be there, um, up at the top rinsing. Where did you? Uh, I'm not, this isn't like a gotcha thing. Rinsing, where did you end up um, in circuit last year? I think I'm like 16, 17, somewhere around there. Yeah. And I think I ended up like the highest I ever was. I was 20th for a brief moment. I think I ended up 25th. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's just that is the rising tide effect of the circuit of america is you know any of these competitions wherever they are that are part of this circuit um are going to start having just better and better beers which you know the upshot to me there is if i come away from that comp with a medal it's it's legit it's not just me like pushing around some regional guys that you know are just doing hazies or whatever like these are the best brewers in the country um and i went toe-to-toe with them and like anytime i beat fritz last year <laughs> which was i think I, I meddled over him at directly at like two tables and that was huge i mean that was that was yeah. like me getting a best of oh, show because yeah. i mean he was so dominant last year but there was at least two times when i was like i'm better than you for this one microsecond <laughs> for this one baltic porter I, I think i was the same with bill you know bill and his I was meats. Just gonna say if, that. if yeah. i build beat bill with his meats he knew about it yeah you know? He knew about it. I made sure he knew about it. So, oh yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's that's fun part of it. You know, it's fun to talk smack. But some people that are, are just good. brewing meads are still up there in the circuit, though. Like even if you're not brewing beers, like I think Matt Mead was still somewhere in the top twenty. He's thirteen. Right? Just he's thirteenth yeah, last year. Yeah, just brewing mead. You know, yeah. I think yeah. for the most part. And, yeah, and, we had, and I know uh, he's brewing a lot of beer this year too, or I've seen him post about brewing beer this year. So Adam Adam well, Bystrom was eighteen. Bill was second. Um, so, you know, if you just brew mead and cider, you can, you can do well. Yeah. Um, and we have two competitions that are just, we have Mazer cup, which is just mead and glint cap, which is just cider. Um, and we did that on purpose to, to kind of, you know, make sure that they were, they could participate. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but it makes some people mad too. <laughs> you know, people look at Bill and they're like, well, this guy just makes beads. I'm like, no, Bill makes beer too. And he's meddled with beer, you know, and I, I have to temper everybody has complaints, you know, about something or other, you know. Yeah. But it's fun. You know, it's it, you, you take competitive people, you give them alcohol, and it just turns into fun <laughs> times. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe that's why uh maybe that's why they declined your your uh, presentation. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. <laughs> they would rather talk about files than get a whole a whole room of guys like hyped on medals and podiums and yeah. badges and trinkets. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, so, I appreciate having you guys on. I'm sorry, go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say, you know, you guys talked about um trying to get back into competing. And, you know, one thing we always want feedback on is what motivates you to want to compete again? You know, what can, what can we do to try to help you to be more competitive, to brew more, to enter more? What, what are the things that, that you would like to see that would spur wow. that, spur that, uh, 
for me, uh, before Brian goes and gives you actually real knowledge, um, <laughs> for me, it's Brian. Um, so I'll tell you what, personally, you want to talk about some shit, Carl. Uh, I used to be like the <laughs> most meddlingest winning brewer in my club. You know, I used to carry that that mantle and I was proud of it. And then uh, and then Brian Steven come along and starts just fucking whooping my ass up and down the street. Um he was standing six inches in front of me when he won his first national homebrew competition medal with his back to me. And it was all I could do, not to just, just knock him over the back of the head. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So for, for my answer, that Matt is revenge. And uh, revenge. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's the makings of a beautiful third what? quarter circuit of America rivalry. I love it. I love to hear it. No, no, I really, I, 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 um, I let life get in my way of brewing for the last year and a half, two years, um, yeah. you know, between yeah. uh, career and moving and now moving again. And then I'll be moving a third time, hopefully in the, in the not too distant future. And, and, uh, so I just haven't had time. Um, yeah. but I do plan on getting back into it. And Brian is a huge inspiration. Uh, and, uh, I've told him, you know, my goal is to get back to the point in a, in a year that, I'm entering in every comp with him, whether I, I'm not going to compete against him. Um, and the same thing, we've got some other members in the club. Uh, in fact, when I was looking at your picture of the medals, I was, I was super pumped to see other members of my club, you know, names on that, on, you know, on that table. Um, so I, I think it would just be, it's a community thing for me, uh, you know, to, to be able to enter these comps with Tim and Brandon and Brian and, and Jordan even, and, and just celebrate each other's wins and, and, uh, you know, hopefully come out of it with a bunch of hardware with each other. I love it when I see these guys, you know, meddling and multiple, multiple guys in my club meddling in these comps. So that's what drives it for me. Um, cool. Brian can give you better and probably insight on in what oh. MHB can do for you. <laughs> well, so here, here's the thing. My, my entire thing with like home brewing, right? Like I enjoy it for myself. I, I, I think I make good beer. I think I'm a good home brewer, but I really, really, really love when, uh, other people really start getting engaged and like, like I love seeing somebody win their very first medal. Like yes. I, 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 like you can see the addiction, like, yes. like it's, it's like, you know, it just oozes. Right. And they're like, I need this again. And th that's totally what happened with me. My, my very first medal win was a, a Michigan beer cup in like uh, 2017 or something. I, I haven't been competitively brewing, <clears throat> but for like five years or something, um, but, uh, what, what I would like to, to see and, and what I, what I think needs to be a big focus in the com competitive homebrewing community is, um, is, is just getting people involved period. Like, yes. um, don't feel like you have to enter to win necessarily winning is awesome, but like I entered my very first competition just to like, to just, just to know where my beer stands against other people right and uh and, and if you have no idea like you can go to your homebrew club and you can drink your local brewery's beer but like like to get that first taste of validation yeah um means a lot and and so just to encourage new or even veteran homebrewers that are not brewing competitively just to they don't have to send in beer to every competition on the circuit of america but just like compete locally um just to just to build that i don't know 
you know, that, that helps build that community, the confidence. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that helps build better brewers. And, and that's what I really want. I want this hobby to be full of people that are brewing better beer than, uh, than, than, than they can buy essentially, yeah. you know, I just, I, I want a bunch of great beer everywhere and people to be really happy about it and confident about it and, and competing and just, I don't know. It's a really, really good hobby. Like you guys are really, really cool people and you guys are what this hobby is about. And, uh, and I would love for just more people to be aware of like, this is what homebrewing is, right? Like a yeah. bunch of cool yeah. people making really good beers, kind of talking shit sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but you know, you know, in, in the end, having each other's backs and, uh, it's a really cool mm-hmm. thing. It really bums me out when I, when we're talking about comps with people or, or entering comps and, and to have somebody say that somebody that's never entered a comp before say, I don't have anything that's ready for a comp or I'm not, I don't have a beer that's good enough for a comp pisses me off man enter it I, I entered the very first beer i ever brewed and i i, I won a medal um yeah and uh and i've entered those beers and i've gotten those courtesy 19s right and and i've taken yeah, that really. feedback and i've iterated on that beer and i've iterated on it and iterated on it and now it's you know it's regularly hitting mid 40s so it's like so what if your beer if you don't think your beer is good enough how are you going to get better without uh you know the unbiased open feedback and then now that's, that's oh, yeah no, now as a, a, completely agree as an organizer i'm finding myself telling these judges or or really pushing judges to really give the feedback um you know, I'm, I'm on the other side of the fence now and i see judges that just write good beer and i get pissed off at that too I'm like how are they going to use that to 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 be better so yeah you said good beer and you gave me a 32 <laughs> that doesn't like okay sure yeah 32 is not a terrible score but you know like yeah that's that's good feedback to be a better judge you have to be a better competitor because yes as you compete and you know what's good and bad feedback you can help provide that as a judge uh as well because i know that's what drives me i mean the whole whole reason i submit to competitions is to get feedback on i think like the my glint clap metal I had two ciders on tap and I submitted the one that I thought was worse of the two because I wanted feedback because they were brewed similarly and it came back with a silver. And I'm kicking myself that, you know, saying I should have submitted two of them. But, you know, all I, all I was all I wanted was feedback. I didn't think it was going to take anything. So I just wanted somebody to tell me what I could do better. Uh, and that's that's really what drives me to, you know, submit to competitions is just that feedback tell me tell me what i did wrong give me some constructive criticism do you like my beer great yeah tell me that i like hearing that but also but why yeah why why do you like it why why didn't you like it like or why didn't it stand out yeah so so the common theme i got was and it's the same with me is i enter competitions to grow right to grow either in a style to grow as a brewer uh to get better to get better at the hobby. Um, I think that is very noble. That's a, that's a noble thing to, you know, to compete, to get better and and to make a better product. That's all, that's what we want. And that's what we're here for. So. And, and I would, I would, yeah. yeah and I'm judging this weekend. Um, well, I I'm, I'm now taking the, the scores that we've got on the MHP and really thinking hard about how I'm going to judge these. Like, oh, that's funny. Is yeah. this going to be a forty-three to get you? you know, <laughs> yeah. Is this great? I'm the same. It's a, 
It's affected. Is this a grandmaster beer? That's what I th- tell myself. Mm-hmm. Is this a master or grandmaster beer? So that's another layer that you're laying over top yeah. of BJCP yeah. now, right? Yep. Yes, and, and, so, and all of our members do that too. Everybody so that judges, they're like, that's where oh, my perspective on it is a little bit different from the other guys. So like Matt and Mike, you know, have have judging experience, comp organization experience, and and that's I have none of that. You know, like you know, last year was my first year competing, and I'm hearing chatter from the guys that are on the on the comp organization side and they're saying that the judges are now like waffling on whether or not they're going to give this beer the 38 because they know that the 38 is what the mhp guys need, or if they're going to give it the 43 because they know that the 43 is what and that yeah. you know as a as a gentleman that's out here chasing 38s and chasing 43s I, that's terrifying to me <laughs> um but I, I do think it is a it is a palpable legitimate uh, effect of, of the MHP's kind of disruption in the space. And, and uh, I mean, I love to hear it just, you know, from an MHP advocate standpoint. Um, but I mean, it does nothing but tr- just drive everyone to make better stuff. And that, uh, that can't possibly be a bad thing. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I, um, I'll have to watch in the comp next time is, is see if I, I see an unusual number of 38s and 43s. Or, you'll see a bunch of 37s and 47s. Yeah, exactly. You know, that was funny because you guys were talking about this earlier and I was starting to go in through, going through some of my score sheets and I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, I have so many like 35s, 36 and 37s. Like, like I, I think I got I got I got one like 39 sitting in there like between the, the you know the two score sheets came in at the exact same and that was actually my cider um but yeah I'm like god damn it <laughs> we, used, we, we actually used statistics to come up with these numbers right they just we just didn't pull them out of the air we said you know what was we looked at Andy and I looked at all of our scores for like the past five years and we're like okay what's a top five percent beer right it was 43 so um, that's how we came up with these numbers. It, I thought know, awesome. and they, they, they work, right? It's very difficult to get above a 43. I think they do. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think I, I, I think I'm close. Uh, like I said, I've got all my sheets. I've got to go through them and digitize or, or create a spreadsheet. I think I'm close to uh, the, the grandmaster level, but I'm afraid that I'm close to that with just one beer. I'm, I'm pretty sure that damn coffee stout is the one that's gotten the most mid forties. Uh, oh, interesting. I, I've, I've rebrewed that beer and entered it in like 25 comps. Um, and I, I actually won a, a competition in Grand Rapids last year where it went on tap at a brewery. And this is a silly little competition where you have to equate or associate your beer with a book. It's a, it's a comp put on by a, li- <laughs> yeah. by a library. So the, the Kent District Area Library puts it on. You have, to, you have to brew your beer and submit your beer, but you also have to tell the story or a book, tie it to a book or a thematic um literary reference and a friend of ours in the club uh brewed a rug and beer no roush beer sorry roush beer and called it fahrenheit 154 (laughs) that's cool that's really good and and, and he specifically (laughs) brewed it you know and he like he like mashed it 154 yeah. yeah, the smoky characteristic, like the tie-in to literary reference, was amazing. And I'm like, that's, cool. that's that's you 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 rose to the occasion for that competition. Didn't win. If you drink enough of it, you can't read anymore. Right. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so I took I, I pulled a book out of my ass. There's a there's like a Groundhog Day kind of book called Repeat, where this you know guy relives the same day over and over and over. And I I said I I've brewed this beer so many times over and over. It's like Groundhog Day. Every time I brew it, I learn a little bit more. 
and I, I change it and I tweak it. I, I, I keep brewing it over and over and over. And, uh, and that's the beer that went from Brian. And I do a how to brew for competition presentation. And, and I, we use that as a, one of the things like that's, that's a beer. It started out as a 19 and has ended at that 45, um, multiple times. And it's all because of the judging and the feedback and, and getting that, those little nuggets out of those score sheets that I can do something with. See, if I did, if I'd have done that competition, I'd have put in uh, a Harry Potter theme and put in a diacetyl bomb out there. Oh, a butter yeah. Beer. Yeah. Butter beer. Yeah. The worst I think I've ever made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, it's huh. a fun little cop. I, I think part of, you know, brewing for competitions too, and, and not to keep expanding on the subject, but sometimes it is nice to be humbled a little bit. Because I, I think that there's a lot of people that brew really good beer um, that that sometimes, and I'm speaking from for myself here, sometimes I get into like um, routines and I'm like, oh yeah, this is really good beer, like whatever. And it goes out, it gets like a 32 and it's like, oh, okay. Well, like I, I need to, I need to like just focus a little bit, you know, sometimes like, you can't just brew willy nilly and throw out the competitions and expect everything to be like a 40 or whatever. Like, um, yeah. it, it's, Julia, Julia was on the best of show podcast, uh, last week and she called it, what did she call it? Seller love where you end up, you know, falling in love with your own seller and you mm. become blind to, mm. to what, what you're actually producing yeah. and competition just cuts right through that. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and, it does. and, uh, there's nothing like blind, judgment of your your beer and it can be harsh but oh yeah you know I, the, the advice i always give is i'm never married to a beer i am never married to a beer because it's gone in in maybe six months if you're if you don't drink as much as i do but it's gone in six months and you're on to the next thing learn from it move on right yep. judgment can be harsh and, and it can be very harsh sometimes and you can take it personally i've taken it personally but learn from it move on you know cry for a little bit move on yep <laughs> um, we've all brewed you know i'm grandmaster four i've brewed beers that um score in the 20s and the 10s and the nines even <laughs> it's the lowest you know so so everybody brews good and bad beer you just learn and you get better and that's part of what we do is we want we want to make better brewers and yeah. I, I do think there is 100%. a direct correlation to the feedback that you get, at least there is for me, the feedback that you get from competitions as to the steps that you take in terms of advancing the quality of your brew craft. Mm. Like, and like there, there have been things like I thought like, Oh, well maybe I should do this or do that. Like on, on beers that I thought weren't that good. And then getting feedback in terms of competitions, be like, well, they told me I should probably do something different. So after submitting that beer to a number of competitions and getting consistent feedback, it's kind of changed yeah. the way that I've moved forward and how to increase the quality of my, my beverages. I think the general consensus um, among people that are experienced competitors is before you stop entering a beer uh, and to, to get good feedback, three competitions is a minimum, right? Um, because then you'll start to see trends potentially. Um, but if you enter one competition and you get, you know, this is a 20 beer and our second, you get a 20, put a, a third one in, it's a 40, you know, keep entering it. You know, yeah. um, there is variability and subjectivity in judging, you know, there's oh, the whole it's, overall, oh, it's, it's huge. The, the, the whole overall experience uh, portion of your score sheet is 
you know, and BJCP even says that. everybody says we judge to a style. Well, you have eight, you have 10 points. That is, how did I like it? Right. Yep. Yeah. So, so, you know, 20% of your score is did the person like it or not? So uh, at least three competitions, every beer. Um, and if you, if you strike out at all three, you probably have a bad beer, <laughs> you know, but, right. but you know, if you see variability there, keep entering it. You never know. Uh, I had, I had a goose that I made last year that won two best of shows in two major competitions and yeah and another in the third competition score third or 20 so uh what really uh, wow that's yeah. those yeah. are fun that's it's, those are yeah. fun wow so, so you know i i got offended <laughs> you know but but yeah. i know that i know there's variability there and wow. subjectivity and I didn't. I didn't win best of show, but I did take two golds with a beer, and that that then uh, bombed out in a, in a local small competition to the point that I actually I actually called the guy, and I felt so terrible about it later. But I called him. <laughs> I called him, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude? That just took gold at national, like regional nationals, like and and took gold at Michigan Beer Cup, what the, and you you fucking bombed it out because he judged it, and, I, and he was like, "Dude." The bottle blew up like and i was like what yep. oh yep. you know and just some weird shit happened you know yeah um, i don't know why that one got infected or it was a bottle bomb or and, and uh, the re- one of the reasons i want to say that is because i see a lot of people that they enter and they're like you know judging so subjective and you know uh, i know my beer's good and um, this competition was horrible i'm never gonna enter again and you just have to uh, you have to understand that there's 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 a tremendous amount of subjectivity in this yep. as well. Oh, immense. Yep. And, and people's perceptions and sensitivities are all different. And, and local tastes. Definitely. And you have to really see it as a whole experience and not just that one person that judged it that one time uh, to really get to really gauge how your beer is and how how good it's you know if it's good or bad or if you should keep entering it or not and you can't let one experience keep you from this great uh, hobby that we have in, and and community of competitive brewing. So I encourage everybody, if you're on the fence of, of, you know, trying to compete or even joining the MHP and, you know, joining this community, do it and try it out. Um, yep. try, and try don't give fruit. up. But you, you get something bad in your first competition and, you know, you, you get a bunch of bad feedback and learn from it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and keep, keep at it. It'll only make you better. Matt, uh, Matt has a story too. He went from a 27 to a 34 to a 38 to a 43 with a beer this year. You know, like that's incredible. And that, that's, that's a, awesome. you know, that's that's the grandmaster tick right there. That's yeah, awesome, Matt. Keep sending it out. And I right wanted to. I actually had a similar situation. I'm looking at my my notes from last from 2022. The Michigan State Fair maybe was the one that did it to me i don't know or it might, it might have been the indiana those michigan guys you know they just uh, like, oh, damn damn uh, yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay yeah guys. so here it was so indiana brewers cup dunkles bach nope 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 short spear short spear category 8a dunkles bach got a 41 excuse me a short spear got a 41 at indiana brewers cup literally one week later it appears that that same beer same batch same bottling run got a 25 yeah, at the, at, state uh, fair? At the Dominion yep. Cup. 
Oh, oh, that's your fault then. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I can't, I can't dog on Dominion Cup at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's the show, that's, that's the show on heavy metal. Um, you know, those guys are great. So it's obviously a beer, Carl. I got it. I, I, I picked up a couple other medals at Dominion. And so we were okay. That kept me alive on the circuit. But the, uh, the Schwartz beer dropping from a, a 41 to a 25 in the space of like a week or two, that was uh, pretty shocking. But I mean, we've all got those stories. Yeah. I mean, I I did that this year with State Fair and Beer Cup, and uh, it, it was same two beers entered in both competitions, judge same bottling run, everything one week apart, no medals in State Fair, two medals at Beer Cup. So, yeah. and then realistically, probably the same judges. I have to go back and double check it, but a lot of the same judges came over, so it wasn't even that. I'm gonna have uh, to take a look at take a look at that because I submitted pretty much the same thing to uh, Beer Cup and uh, and uh state fair so yeah. i was just looking at my state fair score sheets so i think i got in one of these drawers back here i got my beer cup score sheets i i don't think i ever cross-referenced the two we, yeah. we have a competitor in in uh texas who's one more of the t uh, lone star circuits than anyone else i won't name names but you can probably figure it out if you did your research and i know he keeps a log of judges and what judges preferences are and actually <laughs> tailors his beers for who's likely to judge that beer in a specific competition. I, I remember you talking that's about smart. that on Dr. Uh, Homebrew. I'm pretty oh, I think that's, an, I think that's crazy. You know, I can't imagine doing the same Dunkel's block three different ways for three different competitions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. But he wins, right? And if you, you don't want to go to that level, prize, we, we have that level of people in the MHP as well. If, if the prize is $1,000, you know, <laughs> grandfather or something like that, like maybe it's yeah, worth that's it. That's right. You know? That's yeah. right. And the prestige and yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Plus all the other prizes that come with the, the, the you know, other competitions and stuff. Yes. So Dominion, was, Dominion was a $500 check for best, uh, best of show. That was, like, was kind of sneaky, yeah. too. You get, you, that showed up in your, uh, in your mailbox out of nowhere, it was, right? It was $500 for best of show, $300 for heavy metal, or, or vice versa. I can't remember. So I ended up with $800 prize, prizes from Dominion Cup. Holy shit. Jeez. That's amazing. You bet your ass I'm entering that thing next year. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Competition this year that's offering cash prizes. Don't, I think first. Don't tell about that, Mike. Hoppy, hoppy possum. Uh, no, Western it's Carolina. not that. It's yeah, twenty five. Yeah. Possum offers like ten thousand dollars in prizes. Yeah, I can tell you guys. So I, it is against my own personal best interest to tell you about this because <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is so insane that I, I do feel like this is a good place to share it. So I'll give you the exact detail i didn't even again i'm in the western part of north carolina um and i didn't even know about this until mike reached out and and asked me about it but it's the lincolnton lincolnton north carolina homebrew club the lincolnton brewers club uh it is a bjcp sanctioned uh the competition the western carolina homebrewers festival so it's a competition associated with the festival uh this is going to blow your mind and 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 anyone listening to this uh, there are some spots left but first place is two thousand five hundred dollars. What? Um, and that is. But here's the kicker: they are only accepting like a total of fifteen styles. Okay. Um, it's, okay. it's limited to a hundred en entries, I believe, like twenty-five in each table. Yep. 
So it's like broken into four tables, I believe. Yep, we've what, got a pale pale bitter year beer. Uh, entry fee is, I believe, ten per. I'm pulling up the Reggie page now. Yep. I mean, it's, it doesn't it's, even make sense. Yeah. It, I'll send you guys the URL in the chat. But... No, I mean, I, I think it's awesome, but it's like, so I'm, yeah. I'm Brian and I are, are doing our first full years as comp organizers right now. And I'm looking at budgets and how much money, you know, we're making, what we're spending on metals and shit like that. And I'm like, I'd love to do a cash prize. I just got to, I'm not going to announce one until I, I, you know, sell my entries and figure out what metals and shit yeah. are going to cost me. But 2,500 yeah. bucks, that's awesome. Well, there's, there's also... There's like a thousand and fifteen hundred or something, and there is absolutely no way that they're making it back. The entry fee alone will not cover the twenty five hundred. No. So now it yeah. is associated with an actual festival, and I do think I am actually going to attend it because I, I didn't I didn't realize there was a that there was a legit like in person festival associated with it until we were talking about it at a club meeting, lo the local club here meeting in, in Winston Salem. And me and two other guys who are competitive, we were like, well, we're going to go ahead and max out. So between three of us, we're sending in 15 entries. So us three guys are going to account yep. for 15% of, of entries. Yep. Um, but I think we might actually go. It's April 29th uh, here in, in beautiful Western North Carolina, near the city near the mountains, near perfect, it says. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I dropped the link in chat. Um, it's, it's nuts. It's a huge cash prize for not that many entries. I can only assume they're making their money back on the festival side. Um, yeah, it's, it's gotta be, but it's bananas and it's, I mean, limited styles, but it's not like crazy esoteric styles. I mean, uh, my German pills is going in there. The, my, uh, my American blonde, um, who and notably the American Blonde is not even my recipe. It's Matt's recipe. I, I just yeah, you know, <laughs> steal his shit. Um, yeah, I'm an open book. You can <laughs> brew anything. Is it a mean, mean brews recipe? Yeah, it is. The, it is my first 100% mean brews recipe. Whoa. I even and how I even is it, used, Carl? Be honest. Oh, it's it's wonderful. I, I'm not as I said uh, between you and I offline earlier. I'm not a huge fan of Mosaic generally, um, but you recommended Mosaic. I think in the late kettle edition there and maybe even in the dry hop i might be lying about that um and like i can definitely taste it and i'm like eh, i don't i don't love mosaic but yeah, i mean it's it's really good uh nottingham yeast was an atypical choice that yeah. that you recommended and i went with um it, i mean it dropped be beautifully clear like I, I think it's great so i'm i'm really happy with it. um the first results for the blonde ale come back this saturday at homebrew alley so we'll see how it does cool right on yeah, no, that's an amazing prize. Good luck with that. I am, um, like I said, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can offer a cash prize, but we have to, we have to, we're, we're lucky with beer cup judging is eight weeks before award ceremony. Yeah. Because so we, oh, we have right. to, we, we changed it this year, didn't we? Yeah, we, we have to, um, we have to, so we're, we're kind of dodging around, you know, state fair and NHC and all the other shit and then summer holidays and and we announce awards at at uh, michigan homebrew festival which is the third week in august so i have time you know to basically close the books on the comp and see what's left in the kitty to decide what i'm going to give you know out at homebrew fest if, if we have the cash and we can do it so i'm not going to be able to announce it this year but i'm hoping we can do something 
and then now, we'll learn better for next year. You, you've absolutely piqued my interest, and I just want to confirm: Michigan Beer Cup. Are you guys? Is that the one that you're going? That's going to stay Michigan only? I, I was yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I. But come up to the festival. If come. I get it, oh, that's okay. Okay, yeah, that's the yeah. opportunity I can have to interact festival, with you. you it's have, it's you it's kind of two things. So there's the Michigan Beer Cup and the Michigan Homebrew Festival that Got are it. kind of intertwined. Unless yeah. we're unless now, we're where, tying those two together. Where are you? Now. Where is the festival? <laughs> uh, right. right. Yeah, so it's it's going to be like wait, which side? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, the festival is just outside of Detroit. Yeah, it's like over yeah. here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like looking and looking in the. Like, You're just which... jealous that you don't carry your map around with you wherever you go. <laughs> I mean, you kind of like, kind of could. It's like, this is North Carolina. I was born here. I went to school yeah. here, and now I live here. It's very easy. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're uh, we're yeah, Michigan Homebrew Festival and Michigan Beer Cup. They, they're they're they're. Coincide, but they're not actually related. We we yeah, host our award ceremony there because it's cool. The majority of the entrants are there, um, and and that's fun. Like I would say, last year when we handed out medals, we probably had seventy five percent of the people were there to actually get their medals in person. Yeah. Um, and then you get to walk around the festival the rest of the day wearing your medals. You know, the rest of the weekend, honestly, like well, yeah, the rest, it happens it's, on Saturday. It's Saturday. But, yeah. uh, but like we, we do, and I, I know other clubs do, is like if, if, if I know a member has brought a keg of beer that's in the competition, I try to keep it aside till Saturday so that I tap it, and then we'll put that up, you know, gold medal winning. You know, have you guys thought about, have you thought about moving the award ceremony to like Friday night? Mm. No, no. We got too much other shit going on too right too now. Too much going on. <laughs> oh, only, only because... Uh, a, a lot of people that enter their beers, it, so it's it's free just to come and hang out, and you can't drink without paying, but you can come and, and you know pick up your award and be present for the ceremony. Uh, that free. makes sense, yeah. And and it's tough to do like on a Friday, kind of Friday evening. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that's that's kind of why I figured it was you know Saturday midday makes more sense. There, I would say if you're if you're going to come to the the award ceremony in August and you're going to be there in person, we'll make an exception to non-Michigan beer. If you're going to be there to accept your award in person, you can enter. <laughs> no, honestly, you can you can publish that rule and um, make it official. Yeah, let's yeah, make it not? official. We were on the competition now. Why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> There's no rules. Yeah. There's oh, no rules. There are the rules. <laughs> last year, uh, last year, several people from the Kansas City Beer Meisters won, and I yep. still mailed them their medals. Um, uh, we did have somebody. Well, you, you guys mentioned earlier there was some damn Don. guy, Don. I remember. I think I remember that. <laughs> I, it's 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 funny how because I'm I sat here and like organized all the score sheets and I mailed all the medals and so I got all these names in my head. And I, I remember stupid shit like that, but I, I know there were there were a handful, like five or five or six guys outside of Michigan that we we still did it. Well, you know, I think I think Don had to find an MHP member in the state that he could ship to to drop them off because you didn't have a shipping location. We do, so that's well, the sneak sure. peek. Yeah. We yeah, have a shipping sure. location. Oh, oh. Yeah. so I live in uh, Houston, Michigan. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bell's General Store. Uh, Bell's oh, is going to allow oh, us. Okay, to, cool. Bell's is going to accept uh, shipments for us. So Bell's General Store is going to accept. That's 
I'm actually getting ready. Tomorrow I have to put a post out on the on the beer cup site with the new things that we've um, come up with this year. The, the new the new tweaks that we're doing to the the competition. So, yeah, super super excited to have a shipping. Carl, and what's what what are your best of show prizes? I don't know if you talked about that or not. So in the past, it, it's varied. You know, I mean, this comp's 14 years old and. I remember years ago, you know, before COVID, there were a lot of prizes. There were, you know, um, Blickman's local to us, you know, so Blickman used to donate a lot of, a lot of good equipment and stuff. And, um, you know, so the best in show would get. John's great. John, uh, John is, he, he is such a good supporter of homebrewing. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but then COVID hit, we, we, <laughs> thanks Mike, take it easy. Um, but COVID hit and we, yeah. we kind of, uh, um, Mike peeled back to just metals, you know? Um, okay. And so this year, I think we're, uh, like I said, we're, we're going to try to, um, we're, we're going to try to beef it up a little bit. Better metals, um, hoping to do, uh, we'll depend on, on sponsors and donors. You know, I'm going to reach out to Blickman and, and those guys and we'll see what they give us. If not, it'll probably be some kind of cash prize. So you don't have a, uh, trophy or something for for best of show it's a it's a prize it's a it, it's a the best of show gets the normal medal and then they get a plaque um, okay with, with one of the medals like embedded in it do you have one okay. of the Brian? i don't have a plaque so, so i i normally do and it's funny because i don't right now i think david has them but yeah what well, one of the things we like to brag about in mhp is one of the best best of show awards that you win right and Carl talked about the two swords, which are really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, my personal favorite is um, there was a competition that's now defunct called the Cactus Challenge that has a Texas-sized belt buckle that I it, uh, you win. It is it is awesome. I wear it to every competition I go to, <laughs> you know, because I, I can. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> but but there are quite it. a few. That the foam cup one was really cool. This it was a hand-blown um, um, and etched uh, glassware. Um, which is really cool. And there's some other really cool ones out there too. I've seen somebody has a, a uh, at least share my screen, but I, I have seen somebody has like a WrestleMania style belt that looks amazing. Yeah, that's, uh, those are fun too. Uh, Chris the, uh, Daly, Chris Daly has that. Yeah. So this it's is the same comp as the, the folks that do Ozaptis. They do their other comp. They do the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's Bernie Brewfest, that one in Bernie, Texas. Uh, okay. I could be wrong because I don't yeah. enter that one, but, but yeah, that's really, that's cool. So you have a, a traveling trophy as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so we have um, well, they, these are the awards that we won this year. Uh, okay. So th this is the beer cup, um, and the same thing for best of show. So it's got an embedded medal. Um, there's a, a guy in Michigan. His name is Rex Halfpenny. On the right started. side, not not in the middle of the screen. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was yeah. trying to zoom in on it. Um, <laughs> so it's got a, it's got a, it's got a half penny and a, a, a one of the the beer cup medals embedded in the plaque. Um, and then of course we've got the Gambrinus Award, and and this is a fun gang beer, kind of a club to club challenge uh, that that brews weird funky beers. Um, that that trophy gets altered by the club that wins it every year, and then it goes yeah, to another cool. club that's not them in Michigan. Yeah. So last year, the club that won it before us was uh, the Michigan Mead Coalition. So yes. you can't really see it on the screen here, but there's a bunch of like bees and honeycombs and stuff sort of embedded oh, okay. all over the, oh, yeah. uh, the trophy now. Yeah. 
so right yeah yeah a mead club won the the, the beer trophy last year so of course. Of course. <laughs> they're, so they're new and uh and they made something amazing that fit all the rules of the challenge and uh and it was again it's one of those humbling things right like all the clubs were like oh shit this mead club like fucking dominated us like yeah, yeah. We, we, we need to like bring some a game next time yeah this is, this is of course the ultra prestigious keepers cup uh, right here um where you have to be a keeper to win that uh traveling trophy with our our club logo on the top so, <laughs> i love the traveling trophies if you guys want to join our club then you can participate in the keepers cup okay so <laughs> awesome great prizes but no i mean so we'll, we'll we're we're trying to think of of how to to modify that but we'll probably keep those plaques for homebrew club of the year and and best of show and uh it's it's tradition like i was saying the the plaque itself has a, a half penny embedded in it which in michigan there's a guy his name is rex Halfpenny, and he kind of started the competition um he used to do a michigan beer magazine you know 30 40 years ago um and so it's kind of honoring rex and the history here and that's cool yeah as far as um michigan specific prizes have you guys considered just supplying the winner with a, a handful of pronto pups has <laughs> <laughs> that been we we are on the wrong side of michigan for that so no, no okay let me tell you something i don't know a lot about michigan but i do know that the side that has pronto pups is my favorite side of Michigan. <laughs> uh, you you got to come over to the west side more, man. What, what do you have? That, okay, pitch me on your Pronto Pup alternative, sir. No, I mean, so technically Pronto Pumps. Oh, Wait, no, they're from Grand Rapids, aren't they? They're from Grand Haven. I had them in Grand Haven. That's good. Detroit is the competition, the other side of the state. Yeah, so, yeah. Detroit, has, has anything, have they ever made anything cool in Detroit? Is that city famous for anything? Nothing really at all. Viol violence. Well, probably uh, <laughs> an, an amazing football team. You might have. Yeah. 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 And actually, pretty good hockey team, except for the past couple of years. Like ten. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what competitions are you all uh, entering coming up? What are oh, you? Yeah. What are you guys planning on, on participating in? You well, know, so that's a, a great segue matt thank you into like the last segment of our show where we talk about upcoming comps so thank you for that okay right <laughs> hey that's what i'm here for right <laughs> yeah some some local things uh and, and maybe we have to i don't have the circuit of america page open uh, so maybe you can talk about what circuit comps oh, brother we can hit you coming up but uh, yeah i think we can handle that <laughs> some some local things that we have coming up the sicilianos homebrew competition in grand rapids michigan uh okay. the registration starts on march 12th i i think it's michigan only i'm not 100 sure um the the prize know. is a 250 dollars gift card to their store uh they are a homebrew shop slash bottle shop and i'm pretty sure the gift card is good for like whatever you want to buy there so i got a question on that yeah just because we've we've mentioned you know um the uh, michigan beer cup being michigan only and sicilianos if it's bjcp doesn't it have to be open to any bgcp registered no no, no. okay it doesn't even have to follow the bjc guidelines 
No, oh, it just, doesn't. I didn't know. It, it okay. just has I to have really, some guidelines. I thought I thought I read somewhere that I had to be open for all registrants that were almost all of the BJCP uh, rules have a, a the like the last line of them say unless you want to do something different. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're looking at what we're like. Sounds like written by somebody who is drinking beer. Thanks, Gordon. Yeah, no, they're they're very flexible. You can really do anything. You can even uh, our club competition, that Keepers Cup, is actually a BJCP uh, sanctioned competition, and it's it's closed and private just to our club. And we had twenty entries this year, so yeah. But our judges still got like half a point or a point or whatever for helping out. So yeah, yep. Um, Sicilianos is coming up. Uh, I mean, two hundred fifty bucks is two hundred fifty bucks. They don't. The do nice cider, thing about right? that comp too, they it's beer only. Yeah, um, but they do do ranked scoring, sort of like how Glint Cap works. Uh-huh. So if your beer scores above a certain amount, you are going to get a medal regardless. It's just that the best of show gets something extra. So yep. you will get BJCP feedback. You probably will get a medal. Um, I, I think it, it's a thirty-two, maybe minimum for a bronze. So you, you brew a damn decent beer, like you'll you'll get some sort of medal, which is super cool. I mean, the medal's yep. a medal. Um, one cop or one entry, and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it's two entries this year. Oh, they expanded oh, it. Yep, okay, they expanded this year, so it's two entries per person, 150 cap. I yep. think they it looks like they have a traveling trophy, that's pretty impressive, actually. I, I think they do, yeah. For yep. Best yep. Show. yep, your name gets uh printed on it or whatever. Cool, uh, K Dale, uh, that you mentioned earlier, Jason. Uh, that is closed now, but um, if you did enter the K-Dale competition, I think your entries are due by the beginning of February. I have to look at that. I don't have that note taken down. I just kind of scribbled some notes quick. Um, and then uh, Hopcraft Supply over in Sturgis or Saginaw, Jason? Saginaw. Saginaw, Michigan. Um, they are doing quarterly comps. So this is something I haven't talked about before because I didn't know they were doing it before. I don't know if it's local, um, but it, it sounds like they do uh, quarterly comps and they have like a, they make a whole day of it when they do the judging announcements and stuff like that. So like four times a year over in uh, Saginaw, Michigan, like I don't think these are big competitions at all. You can probably get a gift card from Hopcraft Supply uh, just by entering there's a new trend in that right? stuff. Yeah. yeah i so that was my thing like i before i would ever want to open a brewery i would want to open a homebrew shop and just like like do like homebrew competitions and and create like monthly recipe kits that like people can brew and do like competitions for like the recipe kit and really just like build community and stuff like that sounds way more fun than opening a brewery to me so I love uh, that they're doing something like this. That like that speaks to me 100. percent Yeah, that's cool. That's it for the locals, right? I mean, yeah, that, that's all. I that's all that's coming up soon uh, around here. Michigan Beer Cup will have an announcement going up tomorrow. The registration for that should be opening on April 15th. Uh, Glint Cap, uh, which is not a Michigan only, that is an international cider and parry competition, but the uh, that competition is going to be May 18th this year. Um, it's just in Grand Rapids. Reg- registration yeah. opens uh, first April. of February. First yep. of February. Oh, thank you. April 15th. So, so if you look at their website, it Shit, says really? it says 28th of January. 
And so I went on there and I, I ended up messaging the comp coordinator said, yeah. your comp, yeah. your site says first 28th of January. And he, his response was we're opening in February. So um, <laughs> that is one it's on our circuit and I, and I'm potentially entering one cider. First, to, you said the first, first of February is what that's an early, that's a $20 per entry uh, registration yeah. date. It oh, goes up to 25 after a certain. Uh, that's that's uh, Glenn has the big competition I'm looking at entering the, with all my ciders. So nice dude. Thank, thank you. I was not on top of that shit. So how many bottles is <laughs> Glenn Cap? Seventeen. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's two. Two. Is it? Two per entry. Yeah. Two. Two. Yeah. Two per entry. I that's that's one of the factors that we have, right? So that because um, yeah. if after, you have one that confident has four and one that has two, yep, you can enter two comps with two, right? So. Yep. Especially after some after some tutelage yeah. from uh, Bill Boyer, I think what I'm what I might actually do is 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 kind of focus my all the ciders that I have kicking around that I've made in the last few months. I probably will send them into Glint Cap. So this will be my nice. first experience with that. Do it, do it, man. So it's, a, it's good, great feedback. I got great feedback last year. So Matt, well, why don't you go ahead and run through the next few that you've got on there? I'm actually going to share your link to your Circuit of America page to the group here, and everybody can go and check that out. I appreciate that. But yeah, there's 11, 11 COA comps open Tennessee, Nevada, yeah. California, Georgia, Rhode Island, Texas, Washington, Louisiana, Utah, and Wyoming. So if you live anywhere near those states, you can participate. Um, some notable ones on there um, Sweetheart's Revenge is about to close. It's in Colorado. Um, they're at 507 entries right now. Uh, they wow. close tomorrow. Julia Hertz is doing the best of show judging. So <laughs> cool. Uh, She's also doing the same for Snafu Winterfest, which is um, closes on the fourth, and that's in Nevada. Um, so it just happened to line up with uh, her traveling for those those places to participate. Um, one of my new ones that I'm entering this year that's open right now is Boot Brewfest in um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It's new. Uh, gold medal wins a boot uh, glass um, oh, with all the competition like logo it. on it. Yes. Um, and they have a big festival like you're talking about. So I plan to actually participate participate in that festival this year. Cool. Um, Blue Bonnet is probably Stacked. closed today. Closed uh, today. 1,200 entries. Are they closed right now? Are they still open? Uh, I believe I believe the most recent email that we got this afternoon said that they closed as of earlier this afternoon. Okay, cool. so they're done. Uh, so there's only 10 that are open. And probably the other one uh, that I would recommend is America's Finest City. That's the competition run by Coif. They're again new. They replace um, uh, Mayfair, which was rated very poorly by our membership. Mm. Um, you know that's that's run out of uh, uh, Los Angeles and got such poor rankings that people asked us to take it off, and we did. Oh, we, replaced, we replaced that with uh, America's Finest City. So okay excited cool. to see see Quaff's competition which um a lot of people speak very highly of great judging grandmaster judges um oh yeah that, that one's open and judges. really not full right now so you got a good shot at getting some great judging feedback and you know competing against some of the the best in the in california there awesome, um, awesome. Yeah. a couple i'd like to plug um similarly you know sticking to the what's open on the circuit right now um, I'm looking at the Peach State brew off. Um, yeah. Peach State has has been, especially down here in the southeast, has historically been a pretty good comp. Um, they're on the circuit for Georgia. Um, registration is open, has been open for a while, closes the 9th of February. They're sitting at 234 entries right now. 
Um, I, if I had to guess, they'll probably end up uh, they, they, they have a published limit right now, 450, but they, they may end up at 500. Um, so if you're in the Southeast or if you, if you want to compete in the Southeast, um, Peach State Brew Off is a great one. Um, and then I can't believe you didn't mention it, Matt, but the 6th of February, Drunk Monk opens. Yeah. Um, yes. that's, that's a big one. Um, I, I actually, you know, last year when I first started competing, Drunk Monk was one of the, the first few. I think I sent like two entries in it, but it was really not like quality stuff, um, frankly. And But, you know, I watched the awards live stream yep. and and saw all the hardware that everyone was getting i was really really impressed by that so i am looking at this year's drunk monk as a as a, a shot at redemption for me um and then what's the matt do you know the chicago the area yeah yeah that's in okay. the chicago land area um they have a published max of 350 entries is that correct matt um i'm not sure on on drunk monk they they, okay. they have a moving target right depending on how many judges they can get signed up fair oh, and cool. then and That's what good. is it is it um oh gosh Mo- monastery what's their 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 belgian like side theme this year <sighs> something mark of the monastery or something like that yeah <laughs> but it's a it's a whole it's a separate thing uh we were we were talking to one of the organizers and, and basically yeah. it's kind of you treat it like it's a separate comp basically um but it's for the belt specifically the belgian styles so um i will probably be competing with some of my other stuff and then i'll send my belgian dark strong in menace of the monastery menace of the monastery there you go thank you um but yeah i've always been eating that's coming from a guy that's you know i haven't meddled at that comp i was just i you know just entered there and was very impressed by how it was set up and have been impressed so far with the information that's available on their website. They have tons and tons of info that's already out there. Um, so yeah, definitely a huge plug for drunk monk. Right on. And also if you can enter and beat Dan Atchison so that he <laughs> does, does worse Dan, on Dan, the circuit. Dan needs some humbling, you know, that guy just uh, took everything last year. So awesome. Dan won the Midwest circuit, which is arguably the most difficult because it's based upon quality points. Like if you you can't flood and win. If you flood, right. you're gonna lose. You have to know what's good and know what the judges like. And and Dan did fantastic. He's he's a good friend and he he just did fantastic last year. First year competing, I think as well. So um, that's great for him. Yeah. Right on. Well, we appreciate chatting with you guys tonight. Um, before we wrap up, I did want to cover. We are not gonna have a show next week. Um, probably for the next two weeks, right, Brian? Uh, We'll get an update out. Um, yeah, yeah. I know I'm going to be out of town next week, and I think we've got some other things going on. Um, we are still working on ideas for show 100, uh, so stay tuned <laughs> for that. Um, we do plan on in the near future. We're, we're kind of loosely talking with the folks over at KVCC, uh, the the um, oh yeah, Kalamazoo Valley Community College. Yeah, thanks for you guys. Sustainable uh, brewing program they have a sustainable brewing program we're gonna uh, actually do that episode on site in their brewery uh talk about the program they've got going on there if you want to go from a home brewer to pro brewer or just learn more about beer they've got an awesome program um so that'll be coming up in the near future uh, and then we've got some other ideas that we're kicking around um, I, I think our next show honestly and and i can't something set me off right at the beginning of of this show that made me think about this but I think that our next show might actually be a non-traditional style show. Like yep. we, we get so sometimes I, I was thinking about this, we get so wrapped up in BJCP styles that sometimes, I don't know, I personally get uh, uh, 
get wrapped up in this, but like I lose track of like brewing beer that like could be really fun, but may not be necessarily like a winner in like a traditional BJCP category or something like that, like a, a Kolsch with non-traditional hops or, or something like that. So, or a you know, IPA. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shrimp IPA. Yeah, absolutely. We no, thank you. Doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was last year. Yeah. You, you guys, you guys missed out on all the fun. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you dry? That was an experience. It was dry shrimp. Dry shrimp. Dry shrimp. Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking about that earlier today, Brian, because I was like thinking of things like, you know, brewing things that I haven't done before. And I've really wanted to brew a heffy, but I used to brew heffies all the fucking time. Um, like a heffy with uh, whole Malone or something like that. Like, you know, just like getting kind of out well, of the... Well, that, that's what I thought. I was like, I, I really like the Schwarz beer. It's like, is a black heffy a thing? Like, you should make that, a you should make a bubble, a bubble gum heffy. Just I don't know if you saw Stephanie Butler's post on the BJCP where they've removed uh, bubble gum as an appropriate uh, flavor. I heard about that. Yeah, so you should you yeah. should make a bubble gum flavored heffa vice and then yeah. put it in heffa and see, see the dry gum feedback. it. Yeah, just, <laughs> just bubble yum right at the end. Of yeah, that's right. Like, I don't know about a black heffy though. I mean, you're gonna make it like you should be able to. Yeah, Schwartz bison. Yeah, that's know. that's the yeah that's what I was kind of like. Is I, that, one of the. It's not like a, a BJCP style, though. Like, would it fit in Shores beer or uh, that's um, Dunkel? Yeah. yeah, you could do Dunkel. You're gonna get you're gonna get knocked though. There is a oh god, it's experimental. It's experimental style. beer. That's that's be. kind of what I thought. That was like, but I was like, I didn't like out of all the BJCP reading I've done. Like, I'm like, I don't think I don't know if there's any place specifically where that fits. But I'm like, 34B. It sounds <laughs> like well, yeah, that'd be experimental. Like that's just a fucking catch-all. Like you don't fit anywhere else. You go. But that, that's the that's going to be the purpose of the show. So maybe you can brew yeah. that this week, and we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. But and drink it out uh, of a pineapple glass. And yeah. actually, Absolutely. full steam, full steam brewing out of uh, out of Durham, North Carolina. Their flagship beer in like the late thousands. Their flagship beer was called Working Man's Lunch. And it was effectively a porter that was uh, fermented with Hefeweizen and yeast. So it had all the, uh, you know, the, the, the phenolics and the clove and bubblegum and banana and yada, yada, yada. Um, and it was so weird and so wild for that to be their flagship. But hey, man, there's there's precedent out there. So full send it right into 34B Town. You know, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to brew it this year. I'm, I'm going to, I, I made Hefeweizens a lot. I know the style well. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a black Hefe. I want it. Just brew a he- just brew half of bison and dump four ounces of cinnamar in it and call it a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cheating. That's called creativity. <laughs> but yeah, stay tuned. We'll 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 get a, a show created in a couple weeks on that. Talk about some non traditional styles and some some beers that we just. I actually had a few that I used to brew that I just wanted to brew because I liked and they're not going to make it a comp so i think that'll be a fun show but thanks again carl and 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 matt and and uh and and mike and and situ there for coming on and hanging out with us and um talking about the program it's amazing so yes thank well, you well, thanks for having both. us it's, i love this we'll blast. yeah we'll, we'll create another post uh tomorrow that has like all the links that we talked about tonight and stuff so cool uh yeah for sure i hope yeah please sign up for the program it's 
so yes. fucking fun. So hell yeah. Thanks, Thanks for the plug. Appreciate All right. it. Cheers. Cheers. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night, everybody.